No, that wasn't true. She had thought this through. From every angle, until she was certain she had no choice but to come here and see the father of her baby, despite the fact that she wanted to bury her head in a hole and pretend the whole thing had never happened. She couldn't play ostrich on this one, no matter how much she might like to. The house was massive, its bulk partially concealed by towering fir trees. The intensity of the saturated green surrounding her was almost surreal. Compliments of the year-round rainfall. Nothing new to a native of the Pacific Northwest, but she rarely ventured outside the Seattle city limits anymore, so being surrounded by this much nature felt like a new experience. And seeing such a pristine, modern mansion set in the middle of the rugged wilderness was akin to an out-of-body experience. Of course, the past two weeks had also seemed like an out-of-body experience. First with the positive pregnancy test, and then with all of the revelations that had followed. She parked her ancient car in front of the house and got out slowly, really hoping she didn't lose her lunch in the middle of the paved driveway. Not exactly a way to make a good impression on a man. The security detail appeared out of nowhere, his hand clamping firmly on her arm as he led her to the front door. I appreciate the chivalrous gesture, but I can make it through the door on my own, she said dryly. Her escort gave her a rueful smile, but loosened his grip and let his hand fall to his side. Although she noticed he was still ready to grab hold of her if he needed to. He opened the front door for her, and she had a feeling it wasn't good manners that made him allow her to go in first, but a desire to keep himself in the most advantageous position. Ms. Whitman. The deep velvet voice held just a hint of an accent, and the sound made her already queasy stomach turn, but not with nausea. This feeling was something she didn't recognize at all. A strange twisting sensation that wasn't entirely unpleasant. She put a hand to her stomach and tried to suppress it. The sight of the owner of the amazing voice only increased the pitching sensation. She watched as he strode down the sweeping curved staircase, his movements quick and smooth, masculine yet graceful. He was the most handsome man she'd ever seen, Not that she ever spent much time dwelling on men and their looks. This man, though, demanded admiration even from her. He was just so masculine, so striking. He would turn both male and female heads wherever he went, that was for sure. And not just because of his arresting features and perfect physique. It was his air of authority, the absolute power that emanated from him. It was compelling in a way that captivated her. His square jaw was set and uncompromising. Hard eyes, dark and fathomless, framed by a fringe of thick eyelashes, stared down at her. If not for the expression in his eyes, she might have called them beautiful. But the intense glare that he fixed on her put pay to that description. He looked familiar, although she couldn't imagine where she would have ever seen someone like him.
such an example of masculine perfection hardly haunted the halls of the pro bono law firm where she worked. She swallowed thickly and took a deep breath, hoping the infusion of fresh air would banish some of the nausea she felt. Yes. You're from the clinic? He asked, coming to a stop in front of her. His posture would make a Marine envious. She had to crane her neck to look at him, his height topping her own five foot four inches, by at least a foot. Yes, no, not exactly. I don't know how much Melissa explained when she called you. Melissa was one of her dearest friends in the world, and when she'd heard about the mistake made at the clinic, she'd not only contacted Allison right away with Max's information, against the wishes of her boss, but she'd offered to be the one to contact Max as well. Not the-